Welcome to Just a Chat With, a video podcast series where we talk branding and creativity with the world's best in class. In this podcast, we hope to inspire creativity and bravery in you. This podcast is proudly brought to you in partnership with the One Club for Creativity and powered by Made Brave, a global strategic brand agency. We help brands find their brave. Hey guys, Andrew Doby here. In our previous episode, we spoke with Nduku Onohu, the highly celebrated poet and recording word artist. Having performed all over the world with Nigeria's best-known performers, Nduku was also an award-winning creative director at one of Nigeria's leading advertising agencies and has created some memorable ads for some of the nation's greatest and top brands. We had a great time, so to go check that out if you haven't already. Before now, we've had people on the podcast, such as co-founder and director of Dead Fellas, Betty NFT. We've had award-winning designer and director and CEO of the future, Chris Doe, and founder of Great Influence, Ash Jones. In today's episode, I spoke with Rob Mayhew, who's a stand-up comic, TikTok star, and head of influence and retail at Fleischmann Hillard, UK. With 20 years worth of agency experience under his belt, Rob uses his unique viewpoint and comedic timing to create viral videos about agency life that resonate throughout the whole creative industry. He joined us from his home studio in London. We talked about how he comes up with ideas for TikTok, how he manages that alongside a full-time job, um, and what impact his TikTok success has had on his life and some of the top tips he has to get started. We had an amazing time and I hope you enjoy. So hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Just a Chat With. I'm your host Andrew Doby. Today I am here with Rob Mayhew who's a TikTok creator, head of influence at Fleischmann Hillard, uh, amassing nearly 100,000 followers um, and over 2.4 million likes on TikTok. Uh, Rob's been using his 20 years of experience in the agency world to create sketches all about working in the creative industry. Uh, as head of influence at um, Fleischmann Hillard, he leads the consumer and brand marketing team on developing digital multi-channel content and influencer marketing strategies. In his career, he has worked with brands such as McVitie's, GSK, Lacoste, Bacardi, Molson Coors and General Mills, building both content and global shopper strategies. Rob, Thanks so much for being and here. You, that was a, such a perfect intro. I was, I was, it's, it's, it's the hardest bit to do. I'm always sweating when I'm trying to get it out. When, so. when you started to list the clients I'd worked on, I started thinking, oh, I wonder if I've lied on LinkedIn or anything <laughs> where you're going to now say a brand that I, I'm be like, everyone, someone's going to be watching this game. He didn't work on that. Oh yeah, or you designed a, like a an A five flyer for them. Exactly. I happened to walk. I happened to walk past the client meeting once. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you you met someone at Google once, and they're now the the biggest client logo on your <laughs> on your page. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yes. Well, we we are big fans of yours at Made Brave. Um, you know, you. literally, it's like we, we've kind of said we were talking, and you obviously met a couple of our colleagues there, Ben yeah. and Raymond, who are, are big fans. And um, we've actually started saying it feels like you're in the office with us. It just it just feels like you're poor, part of Made Brave. Oh, you! But thank you very much. No, it's um, it's kind of gone. It's gone crazy. Uh, my sketch has gone crazy popular in the last. I mean, it's sort of build up slowly, and then. Uh, moving them on to so I, I for people that don't know I kind of I, I film and record 
and write and whatever uh, TikTok sketches about agency life. Sometimes just about work life, but to be honest, it's all agency life because that's what I know. And um, and yeah, I've been doing that for just about well, coming up what March is my anniversary of my first work. So it's not even, a, not even a year. Not even a year. I've joined TikTok uh, the November before last March. So I, yeah. but I was messing around with it for like three and four months, as I think everyone does, uh, just mm. trying to find out what they're like and what they're good at. Um, most comedians and stand-up comedians start TikTok and and just ramp. They'll go out on the street and just ramble with their phone. Mm -hmm. And I, I I did that. Um, and then you know eventually you start using the green screen and the features and understanding yeah. kind of what works, what doesn't work. And then I sort of landed on uh, creating workplace agency sketches and and uh, haven't looked back since because I I've got. I, I could literally stop now and, and film 10 today. Like there's millions I could, <laughs> I could, there's, I'll, I'm never going to run out of ideas. Um, and how, how do you get the ideas? Are you kind of just sort of like, are you looking at things in the office and then like trying to enjoy them as they're happening and thinking about them or? To be honest, they're not so lucky people at Fleischmann Hillard don't panic too much where I work now. Um, it, they don't tend to, it, it tends to be things from my past and it tends mm. to be just moments we all share. So, you know, pitching or anything like that or brainstorming or waiting for a client in reception, all these very common things mm. to me, uh, the truth is funny. So like, and it, we, we're, we're so used to this job that, the, it's ridiculous if you were to come on in like your first day you, whenever you join a new agency you always think well that's a ridiculous way of doing things and then it soon becomes the norm to you <laughs> so everything I think from an outside world or even if you work in it it's just the, what we do is ridiculous sometimes and I, I find it very funny so that's kind of what inspires the TikToks and I, I literally will write them down I'll I'll have a thought and I, I work four days a week so Friday's my, mm -hmm. my content day and um, what mm -hmm. will happen is I'll I'll just you know, it might be the reaction of, so what have I done this morning? I did, uh, every time someone puts Fleetwood Mac, the chain on in the office, um, the reason that was because you know that bit where it goes, doom, do, 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 in the song. I could just imagine everyone in the office waiting for that bit. So I did a whole <laughs> playing with that song, everyone's reactions in the office of that of me playing all the parts just something like that it's something a bit silly but um i just you know it's um it's just endless ideas i'm always inspired by things and because i'm 20 years of, in this industry mm -hmm. you've seen everything i've seen everything <laughs> i've seen ceos who have not you know not present who just turn up for a meeting every so like every month or two uh, i've been made redundant um i have kind of almost not got past my probation i've been promoted i've interviewed people you know I've, I've been from a junior account exec all the way up to head of influence now you know i've seen it all and it's not all been success it's you know it's, i've had some amazing experiences i've flown around the world i've for meetings i've done i've worked from some terrible clients some amazing clients mm -hmm. um so you know it's just a gold mine of content yeah, you've got all that life experience that oh. you're just able to pull upon aren't you yeah, and it's and just, it's fun, and, and I love because um, I do stand up comedy in the evenings. So the mm -hmm. uh, the reason I got into TikTok was because number one, through work, uh, being head of influence at the time, I was sort of social influence. So I was I wanted to understand TikTok 
better because a lot of agencies fall into the habit of just putting TikTok and Instagram together. Well, they did. Yeah, uh, as the one same, same, same one movie and turn it on the side. <laughs> exactly. And, and I was guilty of that. And then, then I thought, you know, I better understand it. Lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. I'd been doing stand-up comedy for like six, seven years at that point. And I, I couldn't go out anymore, obviously, because I didn't want to kill my family. Um, and so uh, I decided to do TikTok things and comedy on TikTok. And then they say, do what you know, like do what mm. the, the key to this, what I enjoy about TikTok is that I enjoy making the sketches. Mm. I just don't have enough time. To, I'd make them all day if I could. Um, how, and how, I think, how many, how many are you making a day? Like how, how much time do you put into this? I was back in the day, I was making eight to 10 a day. Wow. So it was sketches. And then now I'm working four days a week. So I'll be doing maybe two during the week in the evenings or in the morning, if I before mm-hmm. work, but on Friday, <laughs> or the weekend i might do between 10 and 20 i'd mm. say and you, and you think there's a correlation between the amount you produce obviously it's something that's always people are discussing like do you produce one a day is eight a day if you do 20 like, do you think it just it will grow more at the sort of consistent approach yeah absolutely i i think with the thing about tiktok is a discovery platform so the more you post the more you'll content will get discovered and mm. um, it's very different to instagram and i think because it's an entertainment platform and and actually that consistency like um you're just learning so much if you if you scroll and they're all still on my tiktok if you scroll back to this time last year and i still post these some of my old ones on on linkedin because they're really good but i'll you'll hear the music's too loud the cut the edit the editing's the cut it's not it's mm. not cut well enough and um it goes on a bit but so you're always learning and actually um that's what i love about it but the the secret to me is that i just i won't run out of ideas and i enjoy making them because if this mm-hmm. was a slog i wouldn't be, i wouldn't have made a thousand twelve hundred sketches which is kind of what yeah, no, made, you can you can clearly see you enjoy it and uh, it comes through in it and uh you just you can't i can't help but enjoy them i've now hit the little i actually watch you on linkedin believe it or not so yeah and i always think that tiktok videos work very well on linkedin because that that sort of different format People aren't expecting it when they do. It's kind of like almost like a light refreshment in amongst all the boring. The bar is so low in terms of like <laughs> wanting to laugh because everyone's either job hunting or networking, which is either stressful or just, you know, you just watch lots. And, and I think, and also for me, LinkedIn's a dream because the thing about mm. TikToks, when I'm posting on TikTok, I, it's just a, a number, a vanity number, an engagement number. And the comments are, are lovely. Like, it's made me fall in love with social media again, TikTok, because actually people comment as a community of people that like your stuff. It's mm. really nice. They're very welcoming. But LinkedIn's amazing because I get to see literally where everyone works, who they are, yeah. I, and it tells you who's looking at your profile. So it shows you, you know, and the algorithm's very, it's very nice to me on, on LinkedIn. It's like, you know, I'm getting hundreds of thousands of views per, um, per tick every time I post every day. And I'm posting four or yeah. five times a day. Um, yeah, and, and then so so what's the sort of average view count on those on those? Probably, that, yeah. I mean, I slightly bigged myself up there. The average view count on LinkedIn <laughs> on the, on TikTok, it's probably about thirty to fifty thousand. But mm-hmm. then I, I, sometimes it goes up to like a million, two million if it's uh, amazing, if, it? if it just sticks. Yeah, it's amazing. And then on LinkedIn, it's about I'd say about twenty thousand and twenty to yeah. fifty thousand. But at the same time, I'm, I feel like I'm just getting started on LinkedIn. It's a yeah. relatively new. I wanted to 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 crack i wanted to get a good good at making the sketches before i started transferring mm. them onto linkedin because um you know people remember these things and also i wanted to um 
I wanted to be confident it was the right thing to do because obviously I still have a career um, <laughs> that I'm working. You know, I've been working 20 years at my job, which I love, and I love working at Fleischmann Hillard. And you know, they're really great about me posting uh, yeah. on TikTok, on LinkedIn. They're really supportive. Uh, Nina, who is my boss, um, I've worked with for years, just at other agencies, so she knows me. Mm. When she got me in, she knows what I'm like. She knows I've been making these sketches. So, um, and they're all re- very supportive. I think they enjoy, they enjoy this. You know, they enjoy the sketches because they're relatable, and they're not. My sketches are a love, like a love letter to the industry. It's not. I'm mm-hmm. not. They're not nasty. I'm not having a go at like how stupid and annoying uh, the creative department is or which isn't true yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or like you know aren't clients idiots it's just it's just I think that what we do is so funny sometimes because it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous but um, and also yeah, so like, you're kind of making that stop and turning the lens on yourself and it's just uh, I yeah, so, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it comes across as you're you're trying to attack in any way I think it's it's self-deprecation which is, is funny isn't it it's very British yeah. in its humor so yeah it is absolutely yeah, and that's great to hear, you know, that you've got the support of your, the, you know, the company you're in, because I can't see why it wouldn't be a benefit, you know, for, for me, you know, as an employer as such, I'm thinking, that's what an asset to have is to have someone. I think someone it's that... new, though. I think it's a new, it's, a, it's, it's sort of a new thing. I have a lot of um, companies sort of reaching out to me now to like, you know, do podcasts and things, which um, I, I turn most of them down just because of the <laughs> time, but it's really nice to do the Made Brave Runners wanted to do this one. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunities just with, you know, with the audience I'm building of agency mm-hmm. people and, you know, the, the, having that uh, the opportunity to reach these number of people. I think it's, an, it's, it's a relatively new thing for uh, what I'm doing. It feels quite new. I think, you know, there's a... Mm. It's great. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud to work at Fleischmann Hillard, and I, I think, you know, I hopefully we will co- we'll create some content. I'll be able to create some content with them, uh, you know, rather than just doing it on my on my own. I'm sure there's a good yeah. opportunity to to reach all those brand managers, get some new business in, you know. Exactly. That's what we're always working at. Um, exactly. But yeah, I suppose as well, it gives you, you know, you're on it. You know, you're posting these videos eight times a day. You're starting to work out what really works, what doesn't work on TikTok. So, of course, that has benefit brands. It has benefits to your agency and to yourself as a skill set as well, isn't it? So, Absolutely. And, and you know what, like I said, you know, I've, TikTok has meant that I've fallen back in love with social media. Mm. I found that, you know, um, I don't know, Instagram and Facebook and it just, it, there was a time when, uh, you know, I was the expert on those platforms and then, you know, everyone else you know turned up sort of five six years ago and everyone's an expert on them so uh, it was like you know you're just doing these campaigns and I don't know there were there seemed to be some magic missing from the industry Mm. and what TikTok has done is that it's made it you know the content is king now for clients (laughs) so Mm. brands like uh, Ryanair who may be in the real world isn't necessarily a popular brand, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it does the job, but it's not a well-known brand, but on TikTok, untouchable. Like there, everyone loves Ryanair because oh, yeah, of their, great, the yeah. humor and the entertainment and, and the same with um, Duolingo. Uh, it's like, it, it's made me fall in love with, um, TikTok's made me fall in love with social again, because it, it's a discovery platform, entertainment platform and, and brands are just that, you know, it's still new. So to become an expert and it, it just from, mm-hmm being a content creator has just you know it's completely reinvigorated my love for like creating brand campaigns and giving advice to brands on how to win on tiktok and uh it's amazing i love it 
and, mm. and, and, and all brands should be on TikTok. I, I just think it's, you know, there's a lot about what should we do? What shouldn't we do? And I've got some answers for that, which we don't need to go into now, but it's like there's... <laughs> we, can, we can, yeah. No, I think yeah, it's we good. Can. I mean, if you, we, can, we can chat through that stuff as well. But see, before we get there, I'm interested, now that you're an influencer, right? That's, Thank that's you. what you are now, whether you Thank like you it or not. You, you've influenced us today. This is why my you're jump, here, right? My jumpers, my jumpers are more... My, we can come on to my jumpers in a bit because... Um, that's where I was it, coming. That's where I was coming to because I, 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 I watched, oh, I watched one of your other podcasts and I saw you talking about that now that yeah. you've reached out to this company or, or did they reach out to you? How did it, how did so it the about? story is, okay, so these, this jump, <laughs> these jumpers, um, um, I'm going to give them a plug now. So uh, let's not edit this out because I need the plugs. Uh, they're called Rowing Blazer. Uh, and mm. there's an amazing guy called Jack who sort of founded it. Um, they're a New York brand. And I was, I've been obsessed with them for years. And so I was spend, they're quite expensive, right, these jumpers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, not, they're not cheap. So um, they're a nice treat. And they're, they're not how fast How much back. one of those jumpers? How much are they? 250 quid Jesus for a jumper. Christ. So they're, they're doing, but, the influence the influence world's doing well. You're doing well now, aren't you? <laughs> but um, it's these are my treats. So I, you know, I I treat myself. So it, it does range, by the way, everyone from like eighty quid upwards. Um, so I I'd buy I'd buy these jumpers and I just started wearing them in the sketches, thinking, do you know what? I because I, I I was thinking, do I want to do maybe the social media for rowing blazer or something? I don't know. But I was thinking, do you know, I love these jumpers. They're my personality. I've always dressed like this. Uh, and then quite quickly they reached out to me and then uh, I met I went to New York and met up with Jack who's the founder who's just mm-hmm. an incredible guy and um, he started a, another brand called Giles and George jo- mm-hmm. yeah Giles and George with Giles Brandwith uh, who you might know from uh, like he does a lot of TV work in the UK right, okay. Um, okay. and uh, yeah just so they now send me some jumpers if I <laughs> If I put a nice request in, fantastic! I love that. Fantastic. I, love that. I still buy them as well, which is why, because uh, I'm a tr- I'm a true fan. I'm a exactly what brand should be looking out for on TikTok is someone who's literally obsessed with your brand and find that person. I was that for Rowing Blazer, and they found me. They saw me, and they're uh, letting me get on with what I do and saying every so often they're like, "Rob, have a jumper. Um, I'll yeah. I'll take it, and Delighted I will know I'll never charge them a thing. I'll never like, you know." I'll never charge them for it because these jumpers are worth more than my day rate, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're they're definitely iconic. So, um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that story. And do you think? Do you think um, has there been any more opportunities that have come to you? Not necessarily free things as such, but like because of that, the massive eyeballs that are now on you. Obviously, you're on this podcast today, right? Which is yeah, is one opportunity. But like, what, what else? How has your life changed because of this? Um, so it's changed a lot. I mean, it's been. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's taken a long time and a lot of work. It's the hours it takes to feel, you know, mm. to, you know, if I'm making, you know, it's my weekends and my Fridays and, you know, early mornings and late nights to kind of write and do these sketches. And it's quite relatively easy process once I've written the mm. idea. So, um, you know, it's been really nice that recently, probably since sort of, uh, October last year, brands are sort of reaching out now. Um, mm. I think, just i think now my quality of my sketches are better like you know it yeah. just takes a while to get there and it's and it's been wonderful i've had some really cool brands reach out to me i may always make sure there's no like conflict of interest with my job at work and um yeah. because of being head of influence uh obviously i i normally deal with influencers and talent so mm-hmm. it's interesting to be uh on the other side doing my own negotiation on um 
top tip everyone always don't when they ask for your day rate when they go so what's your what's your day rate for a tiktok i always say what's your budget because uh i mean i know what i'm gonna do it for but i always want to know you know they might go higher it's unlikely Mm -hmm. but they (laughs) might they may do and you know then they'll probably lowball you and then you can negotiate but um yeah it's great and i get to work with some really nice brands um Mm -hmm. and turn down quite a bit as well just but you know, so what kind, of, what kind of brands are you working with, just out of interest? So Getty is one of them. Uh, the delivery um, the delivery uh, grocery <laughs> delivery. <laughs> so grocery I have one here. It's got the Getty uh, delivery jacket here. So uh, that's one. Um, I feel like you should have it on. I think I feel like uh, yeah, you should have been. You'd have been like, Rob, is that? <laughs> I've got the own blazer for that. Um, and then I've got, uh, who else have been doing it for? Uh, Facebook Meta uh, for their portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just mm. filming this morning, in fact, so that's mm. very exciting. And that, again, are these coming just inbound to you, or is that via uh, no, That was through an agency, but previous mm. uh, Getty's come uh, direct, uh, which, you know, it's, 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 a, it's sometimes easier, I think. Um, but that's good. I know I've just, you know, I'm going to be working with them for a year, so doing 12 months of stuff. And I really love Getty, genuinely. We, I called them up yesterday and got some ice cream and sweets delivered for me and my wife. Um, so I'm a, a big fan of Getty. So I wouldn't, you know, like anyone, you, do, you don't want to bombard your channel with branded content. Um, mm-hmm. But people are pretty, pretty nice about it if I do it. And, you know, yeah. the, the challenge to me, what I find really enjoyable is I'm always challenging influencers to kind of, you know, to work with brands and things. And mm-hmm. and it's nice being on the other side. How do I integrate Getty, the brand, into my sketches mm. uh, is fascinating to me. And did some really nice Christmas stuff with them. Um, and just, you know, it's quite easy because you always, you know, want deliveries at work for your Friday drinks or your Friday nibbles or, um, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a good opportunity. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. And, I, you know, I welcome any brands who want to reach out to me. Please do. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's fun. And I, you know, again, you know, it's, I'm learning how to create content for them as well, because you still have the same challenges on TikTok. You still need to get people to watch it. You still need to, yeah. any, every TikTok can go viral, but every TikTok can tank. So you mm. need to keep, maintain good quality. And it's the same with the ads. It's even harder with the ads because quite clearly yeah. you're bringing branding in, you know, I'm walking in with a Getty jacket on. So, um, as a delivery guy, so you need to have a hook that's going to get people to keep watching. And that's humor. Yeah. That is the the hook is humor. Yeah, I think. And yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, it's interesting that you you know you're as a comedian. You know, um, you know, I, I I often see that that's the most successful social media pages of any sort. You know, brands that have that sense of humanity and just not scared to take the piss out of themselves. And I I often said I, I remember once made brave when you know when we were trying to figure out social media marketing and community management and all that kind of stuff yeah. in kind of early days, the good old days. yeah yeah and try, trying to figure out how to make any sort of money at it or you know because often you get to a certain price point then clients want to take it in-house because they could hire someone for it and you know so there's this kind of balance whether the agency just sets the strategy and lets the client go off and do stuff themselves or there's a kind of yeah. or you take control of everything and i i often thought and i'd suggested to my team let's go hire lots of comedians yeah. And have them as social media managers because, you know, people are like, well, no, you need people to understand the platforms. And I was kind of like, well, I don't, know. I don't know if you do because comedians, you know, you know yourself can it can often be a low paid or non paid industry where people are, you know, struggle to get work all the time yeah. or struggle to find a fee, and so they often have to do a day job and then the comedian part is the night part, and they hope 
that they end up getting famous enough to go and you know do it professionally and so I thought wouldn't that be cool if you just hired like five or six comedians that are really funny and you like just put set them on different brands um, absolutely and... that that would work and, and actually do you know what it's a lot of the comedians now are on tiktok they're moving over so they're they do know they do know what what works and what doesn't and mm-hmm. but you're right the 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 what's really interesting is the in-house thing especially with tiktok because unless you're ryanair who have kind of just used features uh, or effects to put their faces mm. on planes you kind of need a face for a lot of this content mm. and if your brand manager or you're not duolingo who everyone in the office is dancing around or you know yeah. if it's not a small business where they can be the face then you need to think about how that works on tiktok and how do you have a consistency of per people or team of people but you're right having comedians mm. would you know absolutely to to come in and workshop content ideas either hand those over with a strategy in-house so that their community team to mm-hmm. do or let them run wild and you know have spend three days making a month's worth of content uh, yeah so I, I'd, I'd even thought about why don't we get right n- not necessarily even hiring them full-time comedians right it's yeah. to say to find some comedians and say i will give you a retainer every month for a few hundred pounds or like a block of time yeah there's five brands that we work with all the time and yep. some months you might have no ideas but some months come and give me all the funny things that you think that happening in real life and culture that these yes. brands could be doing and almost and I thought that that could be empowering for the comedians that are needing work it's work well for the agency and work well for the brands that you work with as well that's such an amazing thing to offer and I, I you should do that and I can tell you mm. some comedians to do that with because the, that's exactly it it's almost being part of the culture you know with the tube strata there's a, a really great uh, comedian um, who I know and follow on TikTok mm-hmm. called Ali um, I can't remember his surname now, which is really bad, isn't it? I will come back to it. Uh, <laughs> Ali's really good. He's he's and he's he did a sketch yesterday about the tube strike. You know, the mm-hmm. week before that, you know, he does it about when it's snowing. It's all about being moving fast and about what's mm-hmm. happening, what's the conversation. So you, you're right. You know, have have them on retainer, get them to just think that way because that's it. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you have Heinz salad cream or tomato ketchup and it's Valentine's Day, you know, you can plan for that. But actually, something yeah. might happen that uh they just have a great idea you're you're right that's it's gold really isn't it it's gold yeah yeah right we're, we're, i'm on it i'm on it that's yeah. my <laughs> you've given me the, pod- given the, the podcast, right sure. yeah, you'll get it out when you not to give it to anyone <laughs> no i'll leave that in that's, that's all there that's all um and yeah so we're talking about tiktok there and you're talking about you know the brands that tend to do well you know and i think um new york times had a great page um, I yeah. think it's disappeared though. I don't know. I was looking for it recently and they, they had like New York Times guy or something. There was like someone that was in the office. Washington Washington Post is, um, oh, is the Washington is Post, I think you might mean. Yeah, because it's it's the guy who acts out the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. That, okay, that's why I couldn't find it because I'm searching for the wrong brand. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. I think they, the New York Times do bits like very similar-ish style. Mm. But it's the Washington Post guy. Who's, it's one guy. He acts out the stories. It's brilliant. It's like... um. It's exactly that, and it's just it's it's a new way of storytelling, and I think that's what makes TikTok really fun because you you need to be engaging, you need to be entertaining. That's why people yeah. are there, and you kind of need that person there, don't you? Like I've kind of toyed with it as well. We've we've not actually done it for Made Brave yet. Um, you know, we, we kind of use a lot of the other channels at the moment, and I, I do want to jump in on it. Um, but I always think like. Do you, you know, you either have to breed that culture you mentioned where everyone feels comfortable in the agency 
you're yeah. going to need someone that's that's that hero. But then then you got the challenges like well, pe- people move on, they get different jobs, and if you suddenly have someone that's that person as a brand, like how do you manage that as a brand? It's complicated, isn't it? I see that. Yeah. I see that because also they're they're investing all this time and they're building up all the you know your your brand channel or whatever or mm-hmm. or your agency channel, and then they're sort of probably going to start thinking I could be doing this for me. Um, mm. But yeah, I think just go for it just jump in and try it because you know you can overthink these things and i think you know just uh, if you've got you know someone there who's gen z and just loves tiktok and has got some creative ideas doesn't have it's not an age thing it's not an age thing so not that's not to be gen z i'm in my 40s um you just you know they they have a passion for it you should just let them have i don't know maybe three four hours a week of creating content for your agency uh and or just just let just have inspire a culture where they can just go and film something and not everyone's yeah, exactly. watching them basically isn't it yeah exactly exactly and you know obviously you know you mentioned um tiktok is great just now loads of organic juice that they're just feeding everyone at the moment so you're getting these huge numbers very very quickly and um I'm interested to know, do, do you think that will continue um, or do you think, you know, they've obviously introduced their brand, their, their ad platform now as well. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to, it's going to change a bit because it's going to, you know, they've got to make money. It's going to become more of an e-commerce platform. TikTok's mm. being relatively slow at turning it into a, uh, a, a, a money, you know, an e-commerce platform. It's there now and they've got some great ways of not too intrusive of doing it and stuff. But mm. I think, you know, uh it's changed it's probably harder now than it was a year two years ago to get views and mm-hmm. the algorithm changes every month so it's sort of you know tiktok algorithms change it can trip you up sometimes a little bit especially when you're starting and growing mm-hmm. like there are times when you know i was doing some of the sketches i'm, I'm i repost now get you know hundreds of thousands of views when i first post them I'd get two three hundred views mm-hmm. my advice there is you know that's going to happen for three three months six months if you're just going to be in the hundreds you're not going to be in the thousands mm-hmm. so you just have to ignore it you can kind of like yeah. keep an eye on it the algorithm you know because it tells you what's working what doesn't but if you believe in what you're doing just stick with it and then it mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a great quote which i always uh, like to throw at my wife and she gets um, annoyed by it but it's it's uh, be undeniable and you'll never you will not be denied and it's like if you're undeniably good and consistent mm-hmm. and and doing it eventually your audience will Will come and to be honest it's like what my, my entire career in, in in the agency world is you know you stick with something you'll learn you become a sponge i was never a fast developer i wasn't like an account manager at 22 yep. or anything you know uh, but i'm smart i'm just you know it's just different <laughs> um so i you know i had to you know fight for promotions and work hard but now i'm i'm at a level i kind of understand the industry now and i'm good at my mm-hmm. job but you think you know you just stick with something and you learn yeah. and you people fall away you know people that used to be in the industry go and become yoga teachers in dubai um <laughs> and you know events like tiktok you stick with it then you know if you're onto something it all you'll eventually find your audience with it yeah i think i think that's so true and great words rob for, for most things in life and you know like even me growing my business you know you've got to turn up every day you've got to be consistent yeah. and for a while it doesn't nothing's happening but then slowly but surely you know there, there's something starts to change and it's the same you know even on linkedin you know i started linkedin a long time ago and for ages i got nothing and now yes. i'm getting hundreds of thousands of views in every single post but that's um, just it you need to treat it like a business and it's the same like i treat this like a job creating the tiktoks mm-hmm. if i i, I have 
I have to do it every week because I won't. I don't want to miss a day. I've never missed a day, and mm-hmm. um, with an original sketch. So I, I just have to keep on top of it. And you know, life gets in the way sometimes. And uh, you know, you're on holiday or you're poorly mm-hmm. or whatever. But you need to just plan ahead. I make them. You know, I batch make them. So, uh, some days I'm just not in the mood as well, yeah. or you know, work stressful or whatever. And you just have to take sacrifices. You know, like you said, you know, it's. Um, I'm working four days a week. I should, you know, yeah. I, I'm paid less because of that. So, um, mm-hmm. and I use that day a week for content creation. So there's a, you know, I have to take that hit, but hopefully it will pay off. And now, you know, I think it is a bit. It'll <laughs> definitely pay off. And I think, you know, it definitely will. And, it, you know, that just shows the commitment that you're putting into it. That financially, you're actually committing, even if it's not costing you money to do them. And yeah. I think, you know, I get a lot of people asking me, you know, how, how, do you, how do you grow a personal brand or how do you grow a brand on these platforms? And I think what you've done very well is you found a really, really, really tiny niche and you know, and you stayed in that lane and you just keep going and keep going and keep going. And obviously you're moving slightly out sometimes into more general office stuff, yes. but you've got a very distinct agency. And there's, you know, there's, I think there's 22,000 agencies in the UK. So if you I've got audience, people yeah. that is, is there's a there's an audience for it. And um I think, you know, I think that's an important takeaway for people and something they can, you know, learn from you is that, you know, find one, two or three themes, you know, but with one sort of common theme in the middle um, and, and don't don't move. <laughs> and I promise you, if you're making eight sketches a day or five a week, whatever it is, you, you'll figure it out. You don't have to come, you, you'll, you know, your work's something, oh, I like making workplace sketches or, you know, I like doing five-a-side football. Why don't I do five-a-side football sketches of me and the mates or whatever? Like whatever your interest is, it will mm. just, it will fall into place. You just need to turn up every day and learn how to use it make do the work because i just see people dropping off you know because they're not getting the big numbers uh but yeah it's and all you need is a ring light like i'm an account handler i'm not creative i just need a ring light and with tiktok i film it on there and then i can uh, and and then like you said you know the niche thing is is really important i was more workplace sketches at the start but with confidence i suddenly realized you know what it, it's funnier talking about pitching brainstorming mood films and that's the stuff where i can make thousands of tiktoks about and so it's having the confidence to make Mm. them and they might get less views on tiktok but then i can start posting them on linkedin and they'll do really well so you know i've Mm. got to start thinking about who my audience is is it linkedin is it tiktok is it both how's that going to change what i do and then you know how do i start thinking about linkedin as as a a real priority channel now because it is it's it's doing so Mm. i'm probably getting more opportunities from LinkedIn and from people who aren't necessarily on TikTok, but it's obviously TikTok that's got me there. So that's my, obviously my... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, because um, it's on LinkedIn, you don't need to feel guilty about looking at it. It's like if you're over exactly. on TikTok, you're like, I should probably be doing work right now, but I'm over on yeah. TikTok. Whereas yeah. you're over on LinkedIn, you're actually having fun because I'm watching Rob's videos. <laughs> and it stands out. It stands, as you, like you said, it stands out on LinkedIn as well. And, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, it, it's... Also, they're, they're not, well, I don't put them all on LinkedIn because some of them, I think, I mean, they're not like bad or whatever, but they're just not, you know, they're just probably just not right for LinkedIn. Not that they're like inappropriate or anything, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that sort of content. But, you know, so they're sort of edited when they go over to LinkedIn because I always think, oh, I think this will work. And also it's a Friday. People want to like a more of a lighthearted one or it's a Monday. Mm-hmm. They might want, you know, so you've got to start thinking that way as well. Yeah, and and what's your favourite of all your sketches? Have you got a couple of that you you just you enjoyed so much, or that you know yeah. is there a certain general theme that you like within within that niche? 
I love, so my sketches I really like are just the uncomfortable moments. So I love like when you're showing a creds or a mood video and you're sort of up, stood up front by the big screen and, uh, and you're sort of nodding along sort of to the music. Uh, and it's just, I, I, to me, that makes me laugh because it's just funny to me. Like it's, it's almost like, you know, when some, someone takes an album, like they're a record art, a recording artist, uh-huh. they take it, their album to play to all the execs. It's that uh-huh. kind of, you can just imagine them all nodding along to like Taylor Swift <laughs> and they're like in their sixties. It's just the whole idea of it makes me laugh. And it's the same in, in pitches, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I love, I love the pitch process because it's so um, stressful. Like the night before a pitch, <laughs> the client has no idea what you're doing the uh-huh. night before the pitch. They think you're just turning up, you know, with days in advance, the work done. So it's revealing to the clients, you know, of how stressful the pitch process is. But also the age, you know, we all relate to that. The, you know, working late, the the turning up to the client's office and seeing another agency there, which I love doing those. <laughs> I love that one. That's so good. Thank you. And then just as you know, checking when you're signing in, what other agencies have signed in, <laughs> and then just going into the office, the room. Have you got the USB stick? Have you got the dongle? Have you got the setting up the small talk as well? I find hilarious. That's so funny that because there's like it's never everyone's technology is always different and it's like yeah. it's the most stressful always thing different. isn't it and you're sort of fiddling with the it as you're sort of going <laughs> so how how have you been how was your weekend and you're like going and if they've come to your office you're like have you come from far and they're like you know they could have come from milton Keynes, and you're 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 panicking because you're the, the video's not playing properly and you're sort of uh-huh. having this have a pastry you know i'm obsessed with um with like uh-huh. the politics around pastries and meetings and <laughs> just the little things that i just find hilarious are just like i don't do sketches that i don't find funny like i get a lot of people and please do send them to me like ideas around sketches but mm-hmm. nine times out of ten you know I, it, unless it's relatable to me i might not do uh-huh. it because i have to find a truth in it myself um otherwise I, it just won't be funny because i won't make it funny because it won't be true uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. And um, do, do you think now that you'll take, well, are you just going to stay TikTok, LinkedIn now? Or are you going to take these into your stand up in the real world? Um, I I am. I Yeah. So now um, I'm going to start. So what I'm working on at the minute is trying to turn a sketch. So with all the awards season coming up mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, you know, uh, PR Week Awards and Cannes and the drum and all that malarkey that happens that everyone wins awards mm. at. I'm thinking, what could I create something that I could take to the award shows or mm. to uh, summer parties, agency summer parties. So I'm working on like a 20 minute, yeah. uh, 20 minute, 30 minute sketch, live sketch, um, which is kind of like a, a spoof pitch. So it's kind of all those mm. things I talked about uh, <laughs> with the mood video and all that. And, and so uh, that's what I'm working on at the minute. And then obviously, you know, do I start thinking about longer form content for YouTube? Do I start thinking about, but at the minute I'm really happy. I'm not going to come off TikTok. I'm going to continue making my sketches on TikTok yeah. and, and just explore LinkedIn. Um, there was a time on TikTok I was doing uh, spoof company meetings live. So you can do TikTok live. And I, <laughs> Monday morning at 9.30, I'd spend <laughs> 20 minutes doing a spoof company meeting and it would get thousands of views live. Um, and I, I was wondering, could I bring that back? Could I bring that onto LinkedIn? So at 9.30 on Monday on LinkedIn, I could do a live company meeting. Do I build up a fake profile? I've, I've started a page called Dunning-Kruger uh, 
global on LinkedIn. It's a fake company, obviously. <laughs> do I build that up as a brand? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's so much that I could do. Uh, it's just time and um... please, please do all of that. That's just that. That's that's what I was hoping you would say was that there was some sort of you know you could hire you in to do this. Show yeah, and I, you know I'm going to need to I'm going to need to workshop my uh, I'm going to need to test run my. Um, uh, test run my my sketch live sketch so i'll come and do it for you and your team as well um well my work in progress version oh, please it, do definitely. please do we'd be absolutely over the moon um and yeah we'll help you test it all day long so perfect um and it's funny you said there you know obviously you've created a, a sort of fake agency brand um it's dunning kruger is that what you dunning kruger global yeah dunning kruger <laughs> yeah um i don't know if you read recently on the bbc but there was like there was agency that popped up in covid someone had like just invented a brand but hired like 60 70 people or something people keep saying this to me that i should do a spoof about it but i'm like why would i spoof what is already ridiculous like that's just i mean i might refer to it but i, I need to look into it i mean it sounds like a documentary already doesn't it or yeah i think, uh, I think they were called mad bird or something so i think that was the name that, of them. I, I, there's a lot of um at the minute there's a lot of netflix shows about um you know the anna delvey russian fake heiress and yeah, things like that the tender swindler and exactly so i wonder if they'll do one for this and maybe i could write it so that that that'd be maybe that would be a good opportunity. Maybe it was um, you. Maybe it was you that actually created it, and you've been hiring you know all what? these people. That, that would be incredible. But I don't think those people got paid, did they? They were working for no, free, no. which is yeah, just I think, wild. I don't, I, yeah. Yeah, I can I see that they, happening though, because you know, you just on good faith, you, you do a lot of stuff when you're starting out in a business. So yeah, yeah it's mad, isn't it? I can't, I can't mm. imagine. Yeah, anyway, I want to know more yeah. about it though. I'm gonna, I want to watch a documentary about it. So can someone make that happen? <laughs> hopefully hopefully um so yeah so um what's next then um and you know obviously you've 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 mentioned you're kind of working on all that stuff but like is there anything that we should be looking out for i think you know this this live sketch i'm going to be doing and uh if you want me to come and perform at your agency or your brand or whatever get in touch um Mm. at your summer parties you know (laughs) um (laughs) if they're going to happen and then yeah just maybe doing some things with some awards uh, shows yeah. this year. Uh, a few have been in touch, so I'd like to do some stuff with those. Um, but yeah, just exploring this. I mean, it's st- it still feels like it's the beginning. So uh, for me, I'm going to continue making my work, yeah. my agency sketches, fight, like try and work out how to make uh, my LinkedIn game, uh, up my LinkedIn game a bit uh, and just work out what I can do that's quite original on there. And then, yeah, just have fun with it. Um, and, you know, continue working at Fleischmann, uh, enjoying it there and seeing how I can maybe integrate uh, more of what I do into my day job. Um, because, you know, I'm a TikTok expert and I think, you know, that's kind of um, try and grow that side of the business over at Fleischmann as well. You know, how we can yeah. get more brands onto TikTok is always the challenge, as you know. Um, <laughs> well, and, yeah. But yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm very happy. It's going It's going really good and all the hard work's paying off. And But it's just the beginning. And uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to just meeting people and getting opportunities. Um, you know, it's an exciting time right now. Great. Well, congratulations. It's been a delight Thank to you. watch over the last few months. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing it grow further and further because I'm, you know, um, yeah, you're very talented at it and um, it, can only, it can only bring more success. So um, yeah. it feels like a, a nice place to finish up um, for the day. So I uh, just want to say thanks, Robert, for uh, joining you, us. And thanks for everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey everyone, Andrew here and thanks so much for listening. 
As we said at the start, we hope to inspire creativity and bravery in you. So if this podcast has helped you in any way or if it's inspired you to do something brave, we want to hear about it. Drop us an email at hello at justachatwith.com and who knows, maybe we'll feature you on a future episode. If you want to support the podcast, please rate, subscribe and write us a review and help us get the word out. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.